All right, let's do this. We're going live in five, four, three. Good afternoon and welcome back to Intrepid Healthcare. I am your host, Todd Schnick. Very important conversation today on the show. Can never have enough conversations about patient engagement. And we're going to get into a company and an organization doing meaningful work there. So very much looking forward to this. Let's get right to it. Say hello to my guest. His name is Dr. Philip Marshall. He's the co-founder and chief product officer with Conversa Health. Phil, welcome to the show. Todd, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Yeah, the pleasure is mine. Thanks for carving out some very valuable time to join me. I appreciate it. I know you guys are out there busy doing important work, so I appreciate you stopping by. Phil, before we get into our conversation, do take a few quick seconds and inform the audience a bit about you and your background. Sure, I'd be happy to. So my background is as a, a physician, originally trained in general surgery, and then I uh, changed my career in the direction of technology many years ago. Had the pleasure of helping a division of WebMD that focuses on employer and payer solutions grow from just a few individuals all the way up to a pretty large company. And then I helped to lead products and product strategy at Press Ganey for several years before finally starting my own company, which is Conversa. All right, well, let's go there. Give us the 10,000-foot view of Conversa Health. What do you do? How do you serve your market? Sure, absolutely. So as uh, many people have observed, the, the healthcare system has been historically focused on on the transactions of healthcare, the encounters or the visits that occur and paying for those encounters. But we're seeing a massive transformation towards value based care and performance-based payment. And at the same time as that major transition towards value in healthcare, consumers have uh, increased their expectations on what they are looking for out of their service providers. This, of course, is evidenced by by so many of the popular consumer services that are out there today, whether whether it's Uber or in use of Apple products or Amazon or what have you. So we really saw an opportunity for consumers, patients, to become more equal partners in their care, really under the umbrella of this emerging area of value-driven healthcare. And so Conversa really helps to bridge the delivery system with patients to help fill in those gaps between visits so that patients can know whether they are on track while care providers can find out how their patients are really doing uh, between visits so that they can start to apply resources and support to those patients that need the most. So that's really what we do is we help to bridge that gap between visits and, and help bring care providers and patients more regularly together in a relationship that's far more continuous and collaborative than it is today. Outstanding. Well, we appreciate that fine and important work. Uh, Phil, I'm going to, uh, obviously, we're going to dive into 
a lot more about what Converse is doing. But I, you said something uh, when talking about your background that you uh, made this shift from practicing medicine to technology. Look, if you listen to this show at all, you know that technology is so prevalent now in where healthcare is going and where it will continue to go. But I'm curious as to what you saw many years ago when you made that shift. I mean, obviously, technology is going to play a, an increasingly in critical role in how we treat patients. Uh, but what what did you see a few years back uh, in that potential shift that inspired you to to dive headfirst into that direction? Uh, that's a great question. You know, it was really back all the way back to the early 90s in the use of the initial budding Internet uh, at the time, America Online and Prodigy and CompuServe. And, and through the use of those services, I really developed a vision for what that kind of connectivity could do to help patients really become more equal partners in their care and to really transform the healthcare system to be much more collaborative and, and patient-centric. And, you know, it's, it's funny that the colleagues that I'm working with now, my, my co-founder and our, the rest of our executive team, really helped to foster that vision in the healthcare market over the last 20 years. And so, really, we were all pretty early pioneers in patient-centric healthcare and the use of Internet technology and continue to really live that vision and uh, dedicate our lives to this endeavor. So, so it's, it's been a long time in coming, but I'd say that Converse are really uh, better than anything that any of us have ever done before really embodies that idea. Well, we appreciate you blazing that trail. And I haven't heard anyone actually say Prodigy and CompuServe in like a decade. So uh, thank you for reminding me about those, uh, those organizations. Holy smoke. So, you know, you, uh, another thing you said that w- when, when I personally look at what's happening in healthcare with, with HIT, I, to me, it's, it's w- what's most exciting and, and the mindset shift and, and, and the, the practice shift that where we're really going, where I think there's tremendous opportunity, is this transition from fee-for-service to, to this value-based care. What's your take on the, on the wider healthcare market? We all think that's, I think that's where we all want to go. How is that adoption coming? Is there, is there more universal acceptance that this is, this is the wave of the future in, in healthcare? Well, you'll hear widely different opinions on on that. On the one hand, those that are, are really looking for performance payment uh, to become ubiquitous and, and mainstream uh, felt like it's gone a little bit slower than they like. On the other hand, you look, you look at any aspect of the healthcare industry in any sector, and you'll see it's being dramatically affected by this change in attitude. And that's all the way from health plans who are helping to support more and more accountable care organizations or value-based contracting to provider groups becoming part of accountable care organizations and and having contracts with health plans that are increasingly based on the delivery of high-quality care to technology standards and the meaningful use requirements that are now embracing patient-generated health data and patient engagement more and more, all in a way that will help support the healthcare delivery system being more collaborative and having more continuous outreach with patients. And, and that's all really in an effort towards making sure that we're really 
putting resources where they're needed, and that really is at the center of, of value-based healthcare. So there's really not a single area of the of the industry that's not being touched. And of course, now it's being impacted more and more by the greater connectivity of consumers, whether it's the use of devices or smartphones or what have you. And so it's really coming at it from all sides. Yeah, very exciting. You said that consumers have or should have more expectations. Are are you seeing a wider adoption? I mean, yeah, someone like me who spends half my day looking at an iPhone, I'm I'm looking for every opportunity I can to plug in digitally to advance whatever it is, including my health care. Is the wider market beginning to, I mean, they should, and I hope that they demand excellence there. I mean, are you seeing that, that adoption on that side of the coin? Yeah, we really are. In fact, there's there's really no greater evidence of this shift than with consumers and patients and their expectations. You know, it's it's interesting. There's been a variety of of different surveys that that clearly show that patients' expectations are quite high for the healthcare system, but never before have patients really been in possession of the convenience of medical device or of, of uh, biometric devices or of smartphones or tablets that really increase their expectation for staying in touch with their healthcare system. Patients really feel that their doctors should want to know how they're doing in an ongoing way, but now they have have the devices on them that can can actually share how they're doing uh, on a regular basis. The question then really becomes how how does that consumer or patient expectation get met by the delivery system? How can the delivery system now begin to transform to to meet that increased expectation, also that increased data. And I'm not just talking about biometric data that's going to come from your Apple Watch. I'm talking about uh, about the kind of information, the, the answers to questions that, uh, that a patient might might uh, might answer on a regular basis to help you know the delivery system know how they're doing. But how do they accommodate that within their workflow? And that's really what we focused on at Conversa is really making patient-generated health data and asking just the right questions at the right time of the right patients be able to work within the clinical workflow. And while one of the greatest, certainly one of the greatest challenges in this emerging new patient-centric marketplace it is, it is also one of the most rewarding, and I think that as the industry starts to figure that out, how do they actually do this, then, uh, then the healthcare delivery system will just be that much more efficient and patient-centric, which, of course, we all, uh, we all strive for. Yeah. Well, as you said, we're equal partners now, and I, and I, I want to be sure that patients out there realize that they are an equal partner because that's, that's so critical. You, you made another comment that I, that I found intriguing, and I wanted to ask you about it. You said uh, what this is about now is, the fill, is filling in the gaps in their care, and, and I think that's the big fundamental difference between healthcare practice of old versus where it is now because that's where that engagement really can have a, a powerful impact on long-term health. Am, am I on the right path there? Well, you're you're absolutely right, and and not only that, there's really no way to achieve the objectives and goals that we have for the delivery of healthcare without staying in touch. Look at it this way: most of our healthcare system today, in one way, shape, or form, is being measured. Whether it's keeping high blood pressure patients under good control, not having the patient uh, return to the hospital and be readmitted, making sure that the the diabetic patient keeps their blood sugars under good control. Um, And yet those expectations have almost unilaterally been placed on physicians, primary care physicians, probably more than any other. And yet 
how in control of those different measures of care and quality, how many of those goals are they really truly in control of? In fact, the patient has far more control on most of these measures than the doctor themselves, and, and yet the doctor can apply timely support to those patients who are off track. But here's the question. How are you going to know unless you ask? How are you going to know which patients are doing well and which aren't? Which ones require that appointment and which don't? Which ones require the support? Which ones require the medication change? And which ones don't unless you ask? And, and that's what digital technology allows us to do, is to regularly know exactly what to ask and what to say, to whom, how often, in order to know where patients stand and then to say, you know what, that person right there, they actually need to come in. But those 10 right over there, they don't. And that's better for everybody um, because patients don't need unnecessary appointments any, any more than anyone else. But you're not going to know unless you ask. And that really is filling in the gaps of healthcare and making the entire system far more efficient and effective and value-oriented. So, so that's, uh, you know, that's, that's something I'm quite passionate about, as you can tell. I could very much tell, and it's so critical. And frankly, it's so exciting because I think we're going to continue to get better at that, too. All right, Dr. Philip Marshall will return after this quick break. We'll be right back. CTG Health Solutions is proud to have been your trusted advisor for healthcare IT consulting services for over 25 years. In that time, CTG Health Solutions has provided healthcare strategic, technical, and operational consulting support to more than 600 healthcare provider and payer organizations. CTG Health Solutions satisfied clients are supported by some of the most talented healthcare consultants who have chosen CTG Health Solutions as their work home in large part due to the company's outstanding culture. As they say, the proof is in the pudding. CTG Health Solutions was named a Modern Healthcare Best Places to Work company again last year. Find out more about CTG Health Solutions and their world-class culture by liking them on Facebook or stopping by their website at www.ctghs.com. All right, I'm back with Dr. Philip Marshall, the co-founder and chief product officer with Conversa Health. So, Phil, uh, let's uh, let's continue this conversation. So, what are the implications for physicians, patients, and the caregivers when patients have that interactive longitudinal care plan? Yeah, you know, I think that the the real the real impact on the delivery system for basically being on the same page as, as your patient at all times is the ability to accommodate increased capacity. Now that may seem that may seem counterintuitive. If you're doing more to reach out to more patients and finding out more information, how is it that it would increase capacity and increase efficiency? And it does that because now you're starting to focus on those patients that need your support. We know that over 75% of patients that walk through the door of a primary care practice have been asked to come back as a matter of routine as opposed to having to come back as a matter of need. If you're constantly identifying those patients that need the care and support of the physician in person, then you actually now focus on a narrower population, start to open up some capacity in your practice, and, and increase the efficiency. So that's, that's one impact that we anticipate. Um, also, imagine how, how much 
better, the quality measures, the outcomes of care are going to be when you're able to apply those resources in a more timely way on just those patients who need them. So we see a tremendous impact on the, uh, on the ability to achieve those, those care goals, those care objectives, and, and probably for no population more so than the chronic disease population. You know, recently Medicare actually launched a new reimbursement service for physicians who are regularly, you know, uh, applying their time towards taking care of Medicare patients with two or more chronic diseases. How are you going to know which patients that you need to support unless you're reaching out to them on a regular basis? And so we see this as, as supporting all of that. And, and health plans, of course, are beginning to clamor for this kind of service as well because they need to be able to increase their care management capacity, their ability to make sure that their members are on track as well. And so everybody wins when when you know, and the only way you're going to know is to ask. Yeah. Well, and your comment about routine versus need, boy, if we can get a handle on the dichotomy between those two concepts, that changes everything in the industry. That's a, that's a very critical comment. So talk to me about the tools. That we need. We've been talking about patient engagement, but what tools will actually help move this forward? Well, it's got to be a combination of, of things, and so it has to combine both a consumer-facing engagement capability that really needs to surpass all of the patient engagement efforts that we've seen in the past. It has to be truly personalized and based on the individual profile of that individual, really speak to them in the way that they expect and need. But at the same time, when you're bridging the, the gap between visits and you're bridging patients with their delivery system, on the delivery system side, they already have, of course, the foundation of an electronic health record system and oftentimes population health management tool. But bringing back that patient-generated health data for them to really give them that snapshot in just the frequency that they can handle in their workflow and no more, that is a delicate balance. And so that's part of the, that's part of the tools that are needed here as well. The ability to also see um, your patients and to know how they're doing across the population in real time, what we say in the wild, is a critical capability that's going to support this as well. So it really brings together so many types of of capabilities, patient-facing, electronic data interchange, the visualization of, of data, integrating that in the workflow of their electronic health record system. And, uh, and so, you know, it's, all the pieces are, are coming together, and so the timing is, is uh, right for this kind of transformation. Yeah, well, tell me some about your automated digital checkups platform. Yeah, well, as as one might guess, I was kind of alluding to that. Yeah, and, that's what and I thought. <laughs> touch points, uh, touch points that I was just referring to. So yeah, so the the uh, Converse Digital Checkup Platform does really what I what I just said, and that is to to really know what to ask and what to say to what patient in what frequency, and using what mode of communication, integrated in with the delivery system's care. And what that means is utilizing that electronic health record data to know who that patient is and exactly what they're dealing with in order to prompt that outreach and to ask them, it might be about their blood pressure in one population. It might, might be about a, a lifestyle goal in another. For somebody who is preparing for orthopedic surgery, it might be 
a preparatory checklist of items for that patient, while in the CHF patient that just got discharged a few days ago from the hospital, it might be asking them about their, their recovery, their breathing, their weight, their blood pressure. And, and so really for every individual, it's different, but what remains the same is that it's the delivery system that has embraced that logic, has has implemented that solution as part of their system of care. And so bringing that back into the clinical workflow, into their electronic health record system and incorporate that into their population health and care management strategies is really what we work very hard to do to make sure that it's all absolutely seamless. Well, thank you for sharing that. Uh, we've been we've been talking this whole broadcast about how to improve that physician-patient relationship, and, and the focus has been rightfully so on the patient and the, and their and their care. But through this whole conversation, what do the physicians actually want? Let's let's think. Let's be sure we're we're cognizant of that perspective on this whole equation here. I mean, what what are they looking for? What do they need? What do they want? Well, you know, you have to be extremely uh, sensitive to that. You just can't um, expect to send all of your Fitbit data to them and expect them to somehow, you know, be delighted about that. And so with with the conversive system, it's actually um, interesting, your question, because what we serve is really as an intermediary to summarize the patient's data on the frequency that they know that they can accommodate in their clinical workflow and just get that data as a regular feed, just like they would get lab results, really, frankly. And so physicians, as soon as they see how this kind of outreach can work across their whole populations, how it incorporates in their clinical workflow, then they start to see how this really adds to their practice helps them add capacity, helps them achieve their quality metrics, helps them to achieve greater patient satisfaction. And so, and so really, physicians, what they want out of patient engagement is something that can work with their process and their workflow and their team and yet improve and help bolster the relationship that they have with their patients, which they all, <laughs> they all uh, value greatly. This is why they went into practice in the first place. How does this impact the actual healthcare systems themselves? Do they benefit from this? Well, I'll tell you, you know, there's really no downside to knowing how your patients are doing if you're a healthcare system. If you're a hospital and you've had a number of discharges, reaching out to those patients and making sure that they're on track helps them to reduce unnecessary readmissions. And so they get to avoid some penalties that are associated with, with those readmissions. They also um, are able to achieve um, the objectives of their value-based contracting that increasingly, whether it's under accountable care organization kind of contract or otherwise, increasingly they're being held accountable for. And so, um, and so yeah, health systems, <laughs> health systems are able to do, achieve those benefits, but think about the relationship that they're able to now have with these patients that don't see that hospital or that healthcare clinic or, or health system as an is a infrequent and only emergency oriented kind of, of touch point, but rather as a relationship that's ongoing, a relationship that is continuous and one that's collaborative and helpful in an ongoing way. That's that's the kind of, of relationship that any health system would want with its customers. No doubt, no doubt. Phil, uh, the future of our healthcare is, is very, very exciting and appreciate, again, all the fine work you're doing there. Before we let you go, uh, Dr. Marshall, where can people contact you should they have questions and where can they learn more about Conversa Health? Sure, yeah. So conversahealth.com is a great resource, has all of our contact information and, and they'll be able to find out more there. 
Dr. Philip Marshall, the co-founder and chief product officer with Conversa Health. Dr. Marshall, again, a real pleasure to have you. Thanks again for stopping by. It was my pleasure indeed. All right. Pleasure was mine. All right. Well, that wraps this broadcast. Again, on behalf of my guest, Dr. Philip Marshall, I am Todd Schnick. We'll see you soon on Intrepid Healthcare.